0: So perhaps one of the biggest reasons why I think we have such a challenge with weight loss succeeding in our goals with nutrition in general in this country is because we've got into this energetic mindset that it's difficult, right? And I think the more we gravitate and focus on the difficulty of finding success with nutrition, the more we attract to it, right? So I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm really, really, really done with it. And, you know, the reason I built this private practice was really to show people how to find success with nutrition, not challenge. And so today's topic, our word of the week, the focus for this entire podcast in this episode is breakthroughs. We find many breakthroughs in nutrition, and you've probably been through hundreds or thousands of breakthroughs with your nutrition, but you don't even realize it. And so, I think it's worth it to talk a little bit about this and really start building a focus and a mentality and a mindset and an intention to find the success with nutrition. Otherwise, we're never gonna get there from where we're at. So I hope you enjoyed. This is a really good one, guys. Let's start finding that success with nutrition. It's time.
1: probably see more of this it's i don't think it's yeah. gonna go away for or at least for, for a long time so i'm you I know mean, i'm glad we're kind of getting ahead of it as much as we can and Agreed. learning as much as we can exactly. can you imagine exactly. like a
0: world a country where like people just go get some agglutide injections to lose weight and we just don't have obesity anymore like holy freaking Toledo
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i wow. mean it it's it's gonna be uh, i mean I'm, I'm sure i would like to see the numbers of prescriptions and like how but that is just only yeah. inclining, and I don't know that. Uh, maybe we can get into this, but I don't. I don't even know what the latest is with um, where where we are in terms of getting things uh, approved for for just uh, weight loss. Now, I mean, is that there's got there's a couple right that are.
0: Yeah, Brittany was saying uh, that the other day. Like Manjaro was approved for weight loss yeah. FDA.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. I mean, who knows? We live in America. They say FDA approved it, but FDA approves anything
1: yeah anyway. <laughs> can make some money yeah.
2: yeah
0: well on that note let's let's start our podcast shall we i'm excited you oh, guys to talk today us. about our and i'm and Brittany. what a great idea to have like a topic of the week to really focus on and just be intentional about i love our idea of breakthroughs guys like breakthroughs i don't know about you but like i've had a have had like i was thinking about it i've had like three breakthroughs in my life as far as nutrition the first one actually i'll work backwards the first like the last and the most recent one plus mm-hmm. fasting, right? Fasting was this like epiphanic moment for me where I was, I just had this realization that it doesn't matter how hard or how stubborn weight loss is, like you can, you can do it. And, and, and fasting is just the solution. That's just my opinion. Uh, the one before that was macrocycling. It was like, wow, this is like a huge breakthrough in nutrition because yeah. you just teach the metabolism how to process all of the energy it can. And before that, my very first breakthrough in nutrition was actually just learning and realizing that like eating healthy and exercising actually does work. Cause I was <laughs> for so long, I was like, there's no way that eating healthy and exercise is actually the solution. It has to be a diet, it has to be some sort of you know geeky science technique. And then I went to school for nutrition and like actually did the thing that was was the breakthrough. And that was just eating healthy and, and exercising, and it worked. <laughs>
3: um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Can everyone hear me? Uh, Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think um, it works for many, but I think still a lot of people struggle tremendously and thinking that they're doing something wrong for so long. They, you know, they follow the classic nutrition guidelines that are set out for so long and um, often put themselves in a, in a deficit or cycle Uh, through several diets and kind of go re you know rebound back and forth and um, it's a it's very personal intimate emotional journey I think for for a lot a lot of people Uh, but yeah I I I think that that's where truly uh, we come in and help so much and you know we treat every single person as an individual with individual needs Um, and I think that is essential no one size fits all. Yeah,
3: completely, completely. And I think it's really nourishing your body and your mind too, right? Like, I think that was one of my big breakthroughs of we see nutrition, like in school, however, maybe on the internet, it's fruits, vegetables, whole grains, fiber, all that jazz. But it really clicked for me when it like, you just saw how powerful it was for your body and how much of an impact it has on you physically, emotionally, mentally, and how you navigate and go through life, I think that food can just be so powerful. And when you shift in my personal perspective from, Oh, I just want to lose weight, or I want to look a certain way to I want to live a really long, healthy, nourished life that feels good. Um, that was like, Oh, my goodness, food can do that for me. So definitely where I broke through in that sense.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think it, it comes down to, what you prioritize, what you're willing to Mm -hmm. sacrifice as well. uh, And, you know, having that motivation of looking a certain way is okay. It is, you know, and to, and to achieve that, that desirable body weight that you want, I, I think to make it sustainable and to make it enjoyable, pairing that with that long-term health component is, is very important.
3: Yeah. I know. I like that word enjoying. Cause it should be fun. Like you should enjoy it. You should it's, this is your life, right? Like it's a journey and you should be fulfilled on that journey. I think you're spot on. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like I just had a breakthrough like that with nutrition, Emily, like, and I think I, I swear, I'm going to keep talking about this until the day I die, but like just that masculine feminine energy. And I didn't realize it, but I was so driven, you know, in, in ways with my nutrition, quantity wise, right? Like, and and when I say quantity, I mean like, you know, the numbers, the the precision, the anti-inflammatory effects. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think the quality, right? About enjoying yourself. And and that was kind of just this epiphanic breakthrough moment for me because I realized, oh man, like I'm just really masculine driven in these areas with nutrition, but I'm not I'm not focusing on the quality of my life, the quality of my happiness, the quality of my enjoyment with food. Um I just did a a 13 year yesterday with my girlfriend. And like, we, we went on this epic hike, like 15 miles. It was super long, super steep. And like, we were literally a hundred feet from the summit and we were like, eh, we can turn around. Like, (laughs) because we were just having so much fun and we like really just got what we needed. We didn't have to just stand on the top of this mountain to, to, to get the satisfaction. The satisfaction was already there. And so I I think like, I think that that, Har- that harmony and that balance between quantity and quality is so important because if we just are focusing on one and not the other, we don't, we don't have that happiness or we don't have that balance. I, I really do. I hear what you're saying. And, and it's amazing to me how I have the breakthroughs with like the relationship with food, you know, seven years after I became a dietitian, <laughs> maybe the rest of my life.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> a, a wonderful analogy though. I, I, I really do like that. I think we're we're so focused and obsessed to so many of us to to get to a certain number a certain pinnacle of some sort um but uh yeah i don't want to be too cliche and you know enjoying that step every 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 <laughs> every step of the way but it, it is that's what it's about it is i mean you, nutrition is so unique because and food is so unique because you can't avoid it you know there there's certain things certain you know, substances and whatnot, if you, you know, you, you can avoid completely, but you got to eat, you know, uh, and yeah, to do it likely multiple times a day. Uh, and so why not find the pleasure and the joy in that? And I, for me, I mean, eating is maybe the most pleasurable thing that I do. <laughs> and, uh, and I look forward to it. It's like a new opportunity to, to experience some new flavor And I get, there's like endorphins released when I, when I eat good food. And I, I, I feel blessed that I have that. And I know that everyone doesn't, doesn't have that. And I want people to get to that point while also reaching their goals.
0: What, um, what breakthroughs did you have you, have you had Jack, like in your, in your Mm. relationship with food or with like sports?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I still remember very vividly uh, in like freshman year college learning. You know, we're taking a nutrition one-on-one class, and um, there was I was being taught at that time like the classic: if you if you uh, reduce your caloric intake by 500 calories a day on average, that'll you know lead to one pound exactly of weight loss every. A week because that thirty five hundred calories is like that sweet spot number that you can equal a pound, um, and and then it wasn't until you know late much later in that new journey of learning about nutrition and later in my curriculum, later in my coursework, and talking to other people, talking to professors with a little bit of a different mindset on all of it, when I realized actually that's probably not the way that it works all the time. And there there was there was a breakthrough moment um when I was trying to understand metabolism and weight loss as a whole and how it's just not black and white like that. And that was towards yeah, that was like senior year or so of college. But it took that long. It's like, okay, yeah, and that you gotta look at full picture, full picture, not just the calories and, but that's what we were taught, honestly. Like that, I mean that's a sign that we, you know, things need to be uh altered and it's it's okay to um to admit that you know i think we have in many ways an incredible uh you know system when it comes to developing nutrition professionals in this country but uh, also we should relook at a lot of the evidence and be a little bit more holistic a little bit more inclusive with a lot of things and all the different factors that can lead to to a certain weight and you know s- social factors and genetic factors um, behavioral factors so i think that yeah towards the end of my you know when i was studying to become an rd is when i really really learned about uh, and had a breakthrough several breakthrough moments about how um, you know i probably don't know as much as i think i know and that um always going to be humble to learn more and just look at weight in general in a in a more holistic way
0: yeah I love that Do you guys yeah. like did you feel like you knew anything when you became a dietitian <laughs> I like I I don't know about you but like I I became a dietitian I was like I don't know shit about nutrition yeah. <laughs> yeah right it
3: just goes I was like oh my goodness I'm like did I just do six years of school I don't think so
0: <laughs> Crazy. like no way yeah, yeah. but you yeah. know
3: go ahead I'm sorry go
0: ahead I was just going to say my, my dream for Inc. is like taking these dietitians that come out of college and like out of their internships and like just like giving them the information that they actually need to like actually work in, in an environment like our private practice and be successful with people. Because, I mean, I remember like I had a I had a professor. I came back to college, you know, for just a like a visit for some reason. After I became private practice, it was like six months after I became a dietitian and my professor had heard I was doing private practice, she was not happy. And I was like, well, Mm -hmm. sorry, like, I, you know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to a hospital and work at a hospital for 10 years to like become a dietitian in a private practice. That's completely irrelevant. But, but there are, there are, there are dietitians out there that think you need experience before you become private practice. And I just, I just disagree. I think you need the right people to guide you in private practice. You need mentors if you're going to do private practice and you never are going to get good at it unless you, unless you, jump in. I don't know. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think your spot, like it's mentors. I think it's leadership and guidance and also like the drive to keep learning too, right? Like all the articles, like you've told me this Jenna, quite a few times of how many articles you read and um, just staying up to date and really having the drive to continuously learn and get better because nutrition is constantly changing and evolving and you have to stay on top of them. I think that's a huge piece is having the guidance and leadership to say, Hey, Here's what we know from the people standpoint, but also here's what you need to know from a science standpoint and how do you get there I think is so important.
0: Mm, that's beautiful Emily thank you so much for bringing up the articles like if you just read at research you can learn you can learn how the body works
1: yeah yeah and one more thing I want to say on that piece is uh, as important as that literature is is also just the the differences. And the nuances and the variability with each with each person and i think that's another breakthrough that i really had when i started having having clients just you know two mm-hmm. years ago and, and it's like just, you know first five clients that i had were incredibly different who had very maybe overarching a similar goal but had all different ways of achieving that and being successful with that that i that i had to um, step back and not go into that session with an agenda like okay this person has weight loss i got to check check this and this No, i need to listen to them and see what they've been dealing with and then adjust from there you know i think that's powerful
0: Wow, that's profound, Jack. That gave me shivers. I love that. That that's a breakthrough. You know what I mean? Like allowing people to find their own solutions. I had the same thing when I was a new dietitian. I was like, No, you definitely need to do keto, or you definitely need to do vegan, or you, you know. And I was like, Wait a minute, no. Like they they don't need to do any of this. They need to do what's in alignment with them. And that's why I believe so firmly in the support, not convert
2: initiative that we have. Mm-hmm. Brittany, you got
0: any breakthroughs in nutrition?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with di- the different phases in my life, there's always been a breakthrough. And sometimes I have to take a step back to re-understand, you know, I was an athlete all my life, um, till I broke my foot. I, you know, and I, and now that I'm getting older, there's a lot of things that I had to realize that shoot, that ball is not worth going for. You know, I'm not going to get injured, you know, in nutrition and just, just overall health. But one thing that has always stuck to me, but I always have to go back to it. It takes one step at a time. Um, I can't. It's not just an overnight thing because it's also a battle mentally, physically, emotionally, and learning like what um, Jack said. Learning to love what you're doing and not just doing it because it's a chore. You know that's that's deep. Because um, getting up every morning, especially. You know, getting up at four o'clock in the morning is not a norm to most people, but that's when I like to work out because that's when my mind is focused solely on what, and it's also what I'm trying to get done. Um, And in my mind, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym to get this done. I have to enjoy every painful rep or every painful mile because that's the only way in my mind that I'm progressing. Um, You know, I, it's it gets really difficult because, you know, like what you guys were talking about earlier, it's not about, Oh, I wake up and Oh, this is the type of body that I want because it's not achievable for a lot of people. There's a lot of other things that play into it, but accepting to love who you are and love the challenges that come your way is really how to go about it. Because a lot of times you get, you you get stuck in these obstacles, right. And you just want to give up. Um, like three weeks ago, like I injured my hip doing freaking squats. But in my mind, I was like, "Oh, I, I'm f this. I'm never doing back squats again, right?" But I thought about it. I said, "Well, this is this what this is what comes with growth, <laughs> not not injury, but learning. Okay, I got injured because did I do it too fast, or you know, or did I not stabilize myself before you know going, you know, those type of things?" Um, and I think we go through breakthroughs. Every single time we face an obstacle, whether it be mental, physical, emotional, but it's it's also up to us to catch that breakthrough. Because sometimes we're so busy worrying about what we did wrong or what could have gone right, but we don't realize that that's a breakthrough, um, especially with exercise and nutrition. Because, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so focused on not eating that Oreo and you picked up a plum but you don't realize, wow, this is a breakthrough. You don't, We don't give ourselves enough grace to understand that those little moments count towards the big picture. And at the end of the day, you have a very, very big goal. Most people say I'm going to go exercise and eat, right? Because I want to lose 100 pounds. But it takes thousands, in my opinion, of different goals to hit the thousand pounds, whether it be the the decision that you made to go eat breakfast before you went out to work out, because again cortisol, there's so many things, right? Or you eating the Oreo because you're rewarding yourself. But there's so many little things, and I'm and I and I'm learning that at even at this age, I'm learning that even if we have a big goal, everything that we go through every day to get towards that goal is a goal fulfilled and it is a breakthrough. But we don't give ourselves enough grace to understand wow. that that's a breakthrough
0: girl you hit the nail on the head that is some powerful (laughs) (laughs) stuff oh my gosh I love it and it's so funny that you bring up Oreos let me be vulnerable for a minute like Oreos are my weakness like for sure and those turds they're like coming out with like 17 different flavors and of course like you got to try all of them right and so like I, I bought a box of Oreos the other day and it was like just okay right like I don't know it was one of the the dark chocolate ones the blackout cakes are the best by the way but like i'm having like these these dark chocolate oreos and i'm like eating these oreos and i'm like these are not that great and i you know like and here's the crazy and this is the, the most important part guys like you can focus on the fact that you're upset and ashamed that you're eating this box of oreos or you can focus on the breakthrough victory that like you realize they're not that great and, and, and most people focus on the fact that they've bought the Oreos and that they've ate the Oreos and that they've like they've caved or they've fallen off the wagon or they've cheated or whatever. And it's like, no, you had to have this experience in order to learn that they're not that great. And that's the victory. And and people don't they just want to be a pessimist. Right. People just want to be a pessimist about all of the, these lessons that they have to learn. And they think that they're failures. No, they're lessons. And and you ha- and I agree with you, Brittany, a thousand percent. You have to have thousands of lessons to get to, you know, a noticeable behavior, um, a lot of experiences. And if we could just jump in and say, Hey, I want to have this experience with this Oreo to really understand what it is. That's making my mind tick this way. Now, all of a sudden we're like actually being inquisitive and curious and like, um, sincere about our relationship with food and, and health and not just like ignorant or shallow. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, completely. And it really it does, it takes time and thought. And I think being very thoughtful and intentional about it is so, so powerful. And it's so I was funny, it wasn't an Oreo, but it was cupcakes. Um, I actually was working with a client who binge eating disorder. She's been through it for years and years. And she um we had a session actually last week and um she's just dramatically improved her relationship with food. And she was like, Emily, oh my gosh, like cupcakes. I could never have frosting. I just like would eat the whole tin like never could have it in the house game over. And last week she was like, I had a cupcake. It was good for what it was. And that was it. I enjoyed it. And I called it a day. And she was like, that was just so powerful to notice and like intentionally be like, Oh my goodness, I'm letting myself have this food. And that's it. That's all it is. Um, so it does take time. It takes intention, but it's possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was a point in my life mm-hmm. where I really didn't feel like I could do that. You know what I mean? I heard mm-hmm. guys just talking about being able to just eat the cupcake. And I was like, it's not that simple. You know what I mean? And and there are like sugar addiction, you know what I mean? Behaviors. There's a lot of brain chemistry behind it, but there's also that mental piece, Emily. I totally agree with you. And it does take intentional time and work sometimes months. And, but if you're willing to do the work, you know, it, it takes nine months compared to the last 35 years of your life and the next 35 years of your life, then all of a sudden, like you're really doing something that's worth the investment phase, I think. Yeah good stuff guys well thank you so much for such a good um you know whole healing podcast for our serenity sundays and for our, for our podcast in general I, I just appreciate you guys and your input so much so um thank you for your time and we'll see you next week
1: of course thank you of course,
0: thank you okay so.